Right, let's get to the uh, task at hand. It is Todd Payton. His team has come out. There are a couple of changes in that side. Uh, Cody Nikorima finds himself back in the six jumper again. And uh, Elisa Katoa in the 11 jersey. Those are the only two changes from last week. Todd, good evening. Welcome to the show. Uh, pretty easy decision uh, to put those two guys back into place. What well, was it? Uh, hey, Dars. I think with Ellie, yeah, it was a definite decision. Um, you know, Chanel was pretty hard done by missing out. I thought he was pretty solid over the last couple of weeks. But, you know, when I spoke to him, I, just, I was pretty clear about, I just think we're a better team at the moment with, with Blake and Cody running the team. Um, he was really professional, um, took it on board really well um, and trained accordingly. So uh, really positive sign for the kid. What do you base that on? The the combination being better than with um, Chanel in there? Yeah, just you know, at the moment Cody's a, a bigger threat for us when we've got the ball um, down that left edge. Uh, you'll have early outside him as well. I thought they've formed a, a a good combination over the you know the first ten rounds while they're together. Um, Chanel's a tough com, you know competitor. a good defender. He's just still finding his voice. Um, you know, within the team in terms of telling people where to go and what to do. And then Cody's a little bit more com- confident in doing that. The other change, Elias Katoa, I'm plainly very pleased to have him back. Uh, the the meters that he can chew up the guts and uh, he'd be, I fear, champing at the bit since when did he last play after that ankle injury? He hasn't played for a couple of weeks now. Um, he's looked after himself really well. Trained well today. He was moving, you know, pretty well at the back end of last week. And, and if it was a grand final last week or a final, big match, you know, we, we probably would have let him play. But given his age and, you know, the long-term future or prospect he is for the club, you know, we, we waited till he's totally 100% and he's there now. It was a defeat. Uh, we know that, 16-12. There's a lot of positives, I'm presuming, to take out of that. I suppose, first up, I asked, you got, you got it to a great start. What, eight minutes in, you're up 12. Was it, was it was it too good a start? Did that contribute to the fact you didn't bother the scorers right the way through to the end? Yeah, I, you know, I was disappointed at half time. I, I, I let the boys know I thought it softened some of our efforts for a little 10-minute period. Um, you know, we spoke after the game that we, we should have went on with the, that performance had a lot of things go against us. Had a lot of things go against us, but in the end, we still had enough enough opportunities to uh, to get a win. You go back over the tape again, Todd Payton, uh, Warriors head coach, and scratch your head over why you are awarded a grand total of no penalties at all throughout the full eighty minutes. That's bizarre. Uh, yes, I've had correspondence with the referee's boss, um, and he's told me four. Four of those decisions throughout the course of the game were wrong, which had a huge bearing on the result, which you know infuriates me and it embarrasses me as a coach that this we're still having this happen in our game. So, you know, I've tried not to spend too much energy on it through the week. You know, I've dressed it with the, the referee's boss. He's got a piece in my mind. And yeah, at the moment we're just we're just moving forward, and as hard as it is to swallow, uh, we've just got to get on with it. Well, just one more on that, and then we'll let it die. Uh, we'll let that sleeping dog lie. The Hetherington situation, that the no try there, and when you get the commentators in Australia screaming foul for the Warriors, you know there's there's something amiss. I mean, the game's not played in slow motion, is it, Todd? No, it's not. And that was that was one of those decisions. 
you know, that he, he said was wrong. You know, the score was, what, 12-6 at that stage. Um, we would have scored and kicked the goal, go up 18-6, and I'm really confident that we go on with that and the effect that, that has on them and us in terms of energy and mindset. Um, there was a couple of others. The Petiku escort penalty late in the game was wrong. Um, Wade Egan should have got a penalty when he was tackled for a marker incorrectly at the front of posts. Again, we could have kicked the goal, so... They're big plays. They're big plays, no doubt. But you know, we we just we just had it. Yeah, our game still still is finding ways to get things wrong, which I don't think it. You know, with all the technology and everything, it's not acceptable. The try that um, I think it was Stone that scored with that that crazy flick back from Peachy, and that's just bad mm-hmm. luck <laughs> conceding tries. That this really is. But looking on the positive side, you've got to look at the. The consistency of defence, uh, especially on your left edge. But Patrick Herbert was immense during that game. What he does in that centre position is huge. And I, I can't stop talking about what I saw in that game. I know you lost, but I think that was possibly yeah. one of the standout performances of the day. Yeah, was, yeah. We, we defended large periods on our trial line and the last two tries came off kicks. So, you know, we're aware that we need to keep moving until we get the ball back in our hands and... Uh, but, yeah, I think we've taken some good strides forward in terms of our defensive resilience, the fact that our spacing, our movements are, are far better and our resilience and the and the willingness to, to work hard for each other has been positive in my eyes. And, you know, we were playing a far, far more creative, faster and skillful team this weekend. So, you know... Google performance is not enough. You know, the tough teams, they just do it week in, week out, and that's where we're, we're aiming to get to. Showed desperation, though, didn't it? Showed ability, as you said, to back your mates up. And there's, Herbert was involved in a couple of tackles right on the try line, and maybe previous editions of the Warriors it would have leaked out. So that's great to see that still. Hey, question around dropping the ball. When you drop the ball in rugby league, regardless of whether where it goes, is it always considered knocked on? <laughs> What's the detail around that? Yeah, well, if you knock it forward, it's considered a knock-on. Um, for our guys, been kind of drilling them into them as well. You know, any time a ball is on the ground, it's a contest. You know, to get your ball, get the ball back. Whether you know they've knocked it on, we've knocked it on. That that type of play can change momentum. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Is that what you... Yeah, don't, don't drop the yeah. ball. I just wonder about the decisions yeah. around the refereeing. The ball obviously looks like it's gone backwards. I'm not talking just about the Warriors. I'm talking right across the board in the NRL. It seems almost a, a coin toss as to what the ball actually does when it's obviously gone back, but if it's been lost, it's gone forward. It's been one of those, for me, yeah. an oddity in the game for a long time, Todd. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all... I guess it's up to the judgment of each individual ref and they're not consistent. So another frustrating part of our game. Uh, we're joined by Todd Payton, head coach of uh, the Warriors. We, we talked a few weeks ago about the four players who are looking to maybe go back to New mm-hmm. Zealand. Now, that D-Day, that deadline, that's rapidly approaching, I believe. What's the latest on that, Todd? Uh, yeah, so at the moment, we're still waiting for an answer or some sort of clarity from the NRL. It's 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 looking less and less likely as the time goes by. Um, they've got more permission to go home if they want to go home after this game. So um, that's where it stands at the moment. We've still got a couple of days, three, four days to get the right answer. But, you know, if if, if we don't 
Um, I've given them my word and they've made that commitment to us in this game and we'll just address it when it happens. Got a Sharkies team coming up that were on the roll. They were doing well. They were winning games. There will be a lesser opposition and they came across a Panthers team that absolutely mauled them. And what does that present to you now, this damaged Sharks team on Sunday? Oh, I think they'll be coming out, you know, a little bit more desperate than what they were on the weekend. Um, you know, I've already mentioned that they are a really strong attacking threat of a team. Um, they ask a lot of questions right across the park. Yeah, they're fast. They're, they're useful. They're athletic. Um, and they, they're skillful. So our defensive uh, mindset and our defensive system will have to you know, keep working over. Um, I don't think they're the same team as they were three, four years ago where they really enjoyed the dogfight. So we hopefully can take it to them in that regard and make it a real scrap and, and see who, which team can come out on top. Club statement came out when the team was named as well, uh, talking about the situation with uh, the player manager, Isaac Moses. I think he's your manager as well, isn't he, Todd? Uh, claiming that the claims of Adam Blair's positions the club's affected because he's managed by Isaac. That's not the case. They've been pretty stern on this in this club's statement. You're backing that one up, I'm presuming? Oh, well, if that's the case, I'm in trouble, aren't I? So, um, <laughs> yeah, look, whatever happens above me or below me, well, above me in terms of that regard, I don't think it's affected by the manager. Um, the club know what each player and each, you know, I think Isaac's only got four players there on 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 contract at our club and when you compare it to some other management companies I think there's a bigger numbers up around 8, 9, 10 or 11 so you know that's the perception going around with Isaac at the moment but it, you know I can I can only speak from the way that I've been treated by the club and with Isaac and all our dealings that that's not the case. 12 players coming off contract this year, a number of different managers are involved, so it's a bit of work. So it's nice, that statement. And one final thing before we let you go, I'm always thank you very much for your time, Todd Payton. How good was it to have Jazz Tavanga back involved again? You've got to like what that guy brings to the contest, don't you? Yeah, I do. I always said we were a better side when he plays. Um, I know he's going to be better for the run. So a little bit more confidence in his body um, and you know just his effort and the way he attacks opposition teams. Yeah, I hope it can rub off on all the other players around him. Sunday afternoon, Warriors up against the Sharks from the Central Coast Stadium. Matt Chicken's got the whistle, wishing the best of luck for that one. And as always, Todd, uh, thanks for your time and your thoughts. Most appreciated. Thanks, us. Well.